Have you ever traveled solo before? I've posed this question countless times to people at wonderful meetups and travel shows. It seems like a simple question, but the answer is always much more complicated. It's usually preceded by hesitation and a moment of reflection. Well, yes, they'll say, but it was only for a business trip. As if the reason for travel affects whether you're alone or not. Or, yes, but only because my friend dropped out at the last minute and I didn't want to cancel my flight. As if doing it out of necessity rather than choice disqualifies you. Or, yes, but only for a weekend. Or only on a road trip. Or only in a town that was a 90-minute drive from my house. As if all of these reasons mean that you can't actually claim your solo travel cred. We have a lot of expectations about what solo travel should be. We think that in order for travel to be considered truly solo, the traveler needs to be alone all the time, for days, maybe even weeks on end. She must be sitting on the cliff of a mountain, reflecting on her place in the world, or on a quest for self-discovery. She has to be the mistress of selfies and requesting tables for one. We put these expectations on ourselves as much as we put them on one another, constantly forcing our own interpretations of what solo travel should be into other people's experiences and realities, which in turn makes us self-conscious about if we've actually experienced the real thing or not. But let me tell you something. It's all real. In fact, before I take the time to introduce you to some of the neat ways to travel solo, I think we need to address an important myth about the many expectations we have about what solo travel is and what it looks like. Let's call this myth number one. Your trip does not need to look like Instagram. Instagram doesn't decide if your trip counts. What does a solo trip look like? Take a moment to flip over to your social media channel of choice. Instagram or... Facebook, or even TikTok, or just about anywhere, and have a look at some of the popular travel content. Go ahead, do it now. We'll have a little exercise together. What do you see? Sweeping landscapes? Someone standing at the top of a mountain looking fierce? A meal to die for? A perfectly sun-kissed young person roaming through the winding streets of Italy? Thin white women wearing large hats and laughing as they look back over their shoulders. Lush gardens. Color filters and sparkles that make everything look just... (sighs) Perfect. I won't say that social media is the cause of all of our problems, but I will say that social media is partially to blame. We experience FOMO, fear of missing out, when we see others doing really cool stuff And social media allows us to see lots and lots of people doing really cool stuff in five minutes, curating the best of everyone's lives, and leaving out all of the moments we are watching Netflix or eating dinner with our family or studying. Of course, we're partly to blame for these lies, too. We post perfectly produced pieces of content on social media because we really hate to show each other our flaws. We want our travels to look perfect because we want to show others that we know what we're doing, 
that we don't make mistakes, and that we're having the best time. And it's not just the editing and the filters. It's about deciding what photos we're going to take and post in the first place. 